BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Of all my social media activities, that which is most popular my gardening videos. Yeah, on, on Instagram and all other social media outlets in which I participate, people just seem to get a kick out of monitoring my my trials and tribulations because not everything goes as I would hope. Right now, if you were to come to my house in the family room, you would see tomatoes and peppers under grow lights. Tomatoes and peppers are indoors. And then 10 feet away outside the family room is a small vegetable garden. And in the garden, what have I already planted? Well, I've planted onions and I've planted carrots and I've planted my herbs. I've also planted wildflowers because I think flowers really bolster a vegetable garden. I just think it's, it's really nice. And I've, and I've got some lavender and I've got some mint. And then I've saved spaces for the tomatoes and the peppers to be transplanted when always post Mother's Day when they reach an appropriate height. For me, the most pleasurable experience of all of this will come in late July or August to be able to walk out. Oh, my lettuce is in the ground as well and pick my own lettuce and pick my own onions and peppers and and go inside and make a salad that has completely been grown out back. The only setback that I had, and I have to tell my special guest this in a moment, the only setback that I had is that I couldn't find white onion seeds on the day that I wanted to plant. And I was looking for burpee seeds because I'm from Doylestown, Pennsylvania, and so is burpee. Can you believe that? So I went to three different locations on this one day, this was two Saturdays ago, that all had burpee displays of the seeds you know, everything in the whole catalog. And there must have been like a run on white onions a because on white in onions. each of the three locations, there was one tab that was missing and it was the white onions. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Ladies and gentlemen, George Ball is the burpee chairman and he joins me now. Hey, George, have in, in all of your market data analytics and research, do you have any reason to question why there's been a run on white onions this year? Well, there's been a run on everything, so it wouldn't be surprising if white <laughs> onions, which, which, are not, which are not that popular, you know. Uh, white onions are, are really the old-fashioned onion, goes way back to the ancient world. 
and, uh, and then, but then the yellow onions emerged, and then you know red onions and so on. But the yellow onion tends to be king. The white onion is not grown as much uh, uh, by gardeners. But here's the thing: there's many more gardeners now than there used to be even just two years ago. So I think the industry is trying to catch up at best as best they can. But we should have had some white onions out there for you. So. You think it's a, well? By, by the way, they've been replenished, and I'm good to go. Uh, do you oh, think good. it's a is it a COVID issue that because people were at home and maybe for financial reasons they they turned to their garden in a way they'd never previously? Well, that's exactly right. You got you just got both of them. Uh, money is uh, a big factor. You save a lot of money vegetable gardening, and you know, in addition, you get things you can't money can't buy, which is these the, the vine ripened flavor and the beauty of a vegetable garden. Vegetable vegetables have colors that are in a way just as attractive as flowers, uh, you could say, oh, that's kind of nuts. But it's not because the attraction is to get animals to eat them and then disperse the seed a distance away so you avoid inbreeding depression. And similarly, flowers are for the sexual reproduction process to initiate, and that's the uh, gathering of pollen when the, when the uh, hovering flies and the bees uh, come for nectar, and then they get the pollen on them, and then they go to another uh, a, a bunch of flowers, and there the female uh, uh, organ in the flower would be more ready, and the pollen is already dispersed. That's to avoid inbreeding depression as well. So all flowers have both sexes, but the two sexes aren't at the ready stage at the same time in any given flower. So that's why pollination takes place. It's because the the nectar and the nectar quality is the most important thing. And we've had a great summer, or great a great spring so far for nectar production. It's been warm, it's been in wet, and uh, nectar tends to thrive in those kind of environments. And, but, but Yeah, I, I think but, it's great what you're doing is to combine the flowers and the vegetables. That's really a super thing to do. By the way, I think already the audience can tell why you were the youngest president in the history of the American Horticultural Society. And it's kind of funny, George. George Ball is the chair of the W. Atlee Burpee Company. Because I do these gardening videos see to my pants on social media, people, they get the impression that I know what I'm talking about. And I really don't. I'm, I'm just a, a ham and egger, a weekend gardener. You're the real deal. I mean, seeds are in your genes, right? This has been your family's business forever. I don't mean burpee. I mean the Pan American Seed Company. Yeah, well, I, I was born in the seed business, and um, I guess I'm, I'm going to probably pass away in the seed business. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> I know a lot about it, but I don't mean to be you know, flashing anything else. But no, I think I think you're the real deal because you're the customer. And all, all we care about is a customer. And the customer can't know the things that we producers know because it's just not the same thing. We're making the seeds all the time and you are actually growing the seeds and making the produce all the time. So we're we're sort of always fixated on the seed. But I mean, this is the time to get out with your cukes, to get out with your beans, to get out with your peas, your summer squash. There's still time. We've got a lot of nice cukes. There's party time as an early cuke that's really taken off. There's a summer squash that grows straight up called Rise and Shine that's about a mid-50 day. Uh, uh, party time's 40 to 45 days. And in your beans, now the thing, here's the thing. Just think about cukes. They don't have hardly any mature seeds at all. That's why they're t they tend to be earlier. Then your beans are defined as juvenile beans. If they were left to grow longer, they would become hard. So you harvest your beans again in about a month and a half, and uh, we've got a, a huge number of great uh, beans. Uh, and then we have peas, and peas, if you see, the seed is older. So that means it's a little bit later because 
making a seed takes a longer time. So you get into the 70 day, you know, for sugar snap and the very popular sugar snap pea. And, um, and, and so the 65 to 70 days, those are, you know, in the area of a month to uh, two, two months to uh, two, two and a half months. George, and, can I say, I don't, I don't begrudge those who, who go to a, a local gardening store or one of the big box stores and, and they buy plants that are, that are already being grown. I mean, I, I just want everybody in the dirt. That's where I'm oh, coming yeah, from. Yeah, 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 but, no, but no, I will sell, say, sell, but I want to yeah, tell sell, you that. Go ahead. I draw personal ahead, satisfaction from that which I've planted, and it's usually your seed, that I've planted a seed in my garden, and then I see it come to full fruition. Uh, it's a wonderful experience to be like, yeah, I grew that, and I remember the day that I was a little bit chilly when I went out into the yard and put it in the dirt. Right, right, yeah. And, and you know, you still have time for the early tomatoes. Those are, early tomatoes would be what tomatoes? They'd be the small tomatoes. So you still have 4th of July, which will come in around the 4th of July. You still have time for the small uh, crops, our new one, Vivacious, which has all this power-packed health, vitamin A, and uh, it also is very beautiful, but it's an orange tomato, and a lot of people don't understand how delicious orange tomatoes can be. They always want a red tomato, but we have all kinds of tomatoes, bicolors and all types. And, yeah, it, it, we have plants as well for the, for the people that are, oh, gee, I, I want a garden, but I, when you run out... And you can order online, or but you can get uh, plants at the garden centers. Of course, that's perhaps easier for you. But um, it's not too late to garden, is what the message right. is. Right, that, and that's why I, that is why I wanted George Ball from Burpee here today because I want people to you know get out there and and have the thrill that I've had and that you've had for an entire lifetime. I have this question for you. So I get it that there are more of us gardening than ever before. But who are we as a group? What, what can you share about the people who buy your seeds across the country? Are they men? Are they women? Are they in one part of the country? Are they old? Are they young? Who are they? Well, they're all, that's great questions. All, of, all the country is involved in growing gardening now. We're almost becoming like England or Germany. Everybody wants to garden. Everybody is gardening. The, the, the core tends to be female because <laughs> for some reason they, they, you know, they're, they're in control of the household. And so it tends to be more female than male, although we have a pretty, it's about 70, 30, 60, 40, uh, depending on the part of the country and the, and the socioeconomic thing. But again, that's across the country. Everybody's gardening. Now, the type of person, you tend to be a little bit introverted or introverted or a little bit introverted because you're just going to be spending a lot of time in, by yourself in the garden focusing on something that you love. And you have to love plants. Or you have to like plants, at least. And if you like plants, you'll become a gardener. You'll learn to love plants. A lot of people don't want to get in the dirt. A lot of people don't sort of get plants or love them. It's kind of like an acquired taste for some people. And those people tend to be the kind of people that are extroverts that, uh, you know, if they garden, they garden with friends or they garden with family. And that's great. But it tends to be something that's a person who likes to work by themselves or with just one or two other people. That tends to be your gardener. And, and I'm talking about a lifetime gardener, but anybody can garden. Anybody can garden. Little what about somebody with a small space, somebody who's listening to us and they say, I have a condo, I have just a small deck area. If they're very oh. limited, what would George Ball's advice be? Well, you, you, you look at the container uh, focused items and there's like on deck is a sweet corn you can grow on a patio. Um, rise and shine. Rise and shine is a, is a summer squash. It's a yellow summer squash, but it's a summer squash. And normally summer squash rambles all over your property. Rise and shine rises and shines, and it, and it's, it's a, it grows straight up. 
it doesn't wander too much. It's about three feet wide rather than like eight feet wide uh, in terms of rambling around. It grows up uh, a trellis or up a cage or up a, up a, a post. And it's very easy to grow, and it's early. And uh, so a lot of these things, you know, it's, uh, they're easy to do, and some of them are more finicky to do. So you have to be somebody who likes to work with your hands. Tends, uh, retired engineers and retired mechanics are shockingly great percentage of our male audience. And wow. that's a wonderful thing to see because, you know, you, you retire and you got to keep busy. And if your personality runs in, you know, you're a tinkerer, you're not a tinkerer, but you're a fiddler arounder, and, and you want to do things there is just no end to the pleasure that a person who's you know, sort of structurally oriented uh, gets out of gardening because there's always a challenge. And every year you're a new gardener. And people talk about, oh, I'm a new gardener. No, every year you're a new gardener. And old gar- veteran gardeners know what I'm talking about because every year presents a different challenge. But it's people who really turn away from the world for a while. And that's why the COVID thing impacted a lot of people because people could suddenly look outside and say, Wow, I didn't know that my yard looked like this, you know, because you look at it repeatedly, you know, familiarity, like a family. And then you go out in your garden and you discover gardening and the joys of gardening. And there's, it, it's, it bites some people. It doesn't bite other people, but that's okay. They might get bit later on in life. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. George, there's a uh, there's an emeritus professor from Rutgers University, Dr. Thomas Orton, who's been very yeah, kind to it, me. Yeah. So, yeah. It, you know, over at Rutgers, they've developed the Rutgers 250. They've, they've tried to go back and recreate the classic Jersey tomato of the 40s or the 50s. And I've been a beneficiary of some of his Rutgers 250 seeds. So in my family right now, under my grow lights, if you were to come into my house, you would see I've got some of your burpee seeds of a variety of tomatoes that I'm growing of yours. And then I've got some of his Rutgers 250. And so long as I can keep these jars properly identified, it's going to be fun come August to see which ones taste better. Oh, I I can't wait to find out about that (laughs) uh, because I'm always ready for a ready for a, a contest. It's no problem with me at all. I, in fact, I look forward to it because, you know, I don't, I don't have any concerns about who does what. Uh, it's, it's all, everybody's doing everything in the gardening world. It's a great world. Yeah, you have a great attitude about it. Well, this has been a real privilege for me. Thank you for coming back, and hopefully we've inspired some folks to, to get out and get in the dirt and do it quickly because it's not too late. I hope so. Thank you very much for letting me talk to you. George Ball, ladies and gentlemen, is the chair of the W. Atley Burpee Company. They are based in my hometown. Can you imagine the town where I was uh, born? Have uh, Have you derived inspiration? Actually, let me ask Dan. Like, like, why, why not Dan get out in the garden? Right? He's a He's newly got enough going on, huh? He's got a lot going on. Or maybe on. the no. firehouse. Like, maybe no, behind the do. firehouse. Maybe he does. Yeah. We do. We no. I, I I do have a garden uh, that I maintain over at my parents' place, uh, over uh, in the undisclosed bump, uh, bunker on the eastern shore of Maryland. So I help with that. Got what do tomatoes, you grow? What do you got, grow there? Uh, we got tomatoes, yeah. uh, peppers, le- a couple of different kind of lettuces, uh, chives, uh, parsley, rosemary. Nothing yeah. too, nothing too crazy. But that's uh, that's about it. It's no, you know, Smirconish garden. No, 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 no. Mine's uh, it, guys, it mine's family. not. People get the wrong idea. Like George Ball is the expert. 
I know nothing. Uh, I, I'm just I'm out there making mm. mistakes. Like, do you hear the level of knowledge that he has? It's amazing. Yeah, he really is, is inspiring. He has a really yeah. great voice. I was thinking. I was thinking I like that's so a true. that's a podcast waiting to happen if he doesn't already uh, have one. If nothing else from today's program, I'd love to think that I've caused you to think. Mm, you know what? Maybe this will be the year I'm going to get in, get out in the garden and I'm going to grow some stuff. And Please check out my social media and you will continue to see. I actually have a time lapse camera in the garden this year. So that ought to produce some fun stuff. You put That's one cool. up already, right? Yeah. It's okay. already there. There's really nothing is it going, to see. Is it going right now? Yeah. Like, is it always going? Yes. And then yeah. someone's going to edit down hours and hours and hours and hours? Uh, just like fast no, forward it's, it? it's just going to like spin. This is amazing. I, frankly, I don't know. Ask PJ. Okay. I really don't know. Ask the boys at Creative. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.